This is not an autobiography, but more of a curriculum vitae. This is not to show how a writer was born, but how a writer was formed. A gist of my childhood, you could tell. We were evicted from my apartment because a neighbor saw my brother David climbing the roof and called the police. When I was five or six, I asked my mother if she had seen someone die. I spent most of my first grade at home, in my bed, writing. One day when I copied a comic book word to word and showed it to my mom, she was disappointed. And she said, write one of your own Stevie. And that idea has made my life what it is today. Hi, I'm Stephen King. This is an episode based on the world-renowned writer, the leader of the Ghosts and Goblins, Stephen King. I will be paraphrasing a couple of interesting incidents from his book, A Memoir of the Crafts. A long time before, stamps had a lot of value. In America, uh, stores and gas stations used to give away something called uh, SNH stamps every time you bought something. The full form is Sperry and Hutchinson stamps. After six months or one year, probably after collecting tons of stamps, you can redeem them in any store and buy something for yourself. So this is the context. Looks like Stephen's mom wanted to redeem her stamps and buy a lamp for her sister as a Christmas gift. Unfortunately, the number of stamps she had in hand was not sufficient to buy the lamp. She told this to Stephen and pulled her tongue out as a playful gesture. He immediately noticed that her tongue was green because of uh, licking the stamps and sticking them on booklets. And immediately, Stephen's eyes became wider. A story was joining in his head, and here it was. Torture is a fraud who served jail time twice for counterfeiting money. This time, he thought he should do the same with stamps instead and began working on it. So he was counterfeiting happy stamps, which held such a simple design. It was almost like as if he was printing the original stamps. So while this was going on, his mom said that if they print enough books of stamps, probably they can redeem it for a house in the suburbs. His mom calls Happy Stamps National Redemption Center to check how many books of stamps she needs to get a house. While this was going on, Roger realized that the glue was defective and the pink stamp turns blue when it goes through a mechanical liquor. So all stamps need adhesive, right? Only then they can be stuck on a paper or an envelope. At the end of the story, Roger stands and looks at himself in the mirror, pulls his tongue out and his tongue and teeth are pink because of all the stamp licking. His eyes go bleak as he looks at himself and slowly he gets back to work. Only 11,590,000 books to go and he can get a house for his mom. So this is a story Stephen King wrote and uh, he himself felt that the story was flawed in a couple of places. The first being why he never rectified the glue and resorted to licking each stamp. However, little Stevie didn't overthink and uh, sent a copy of his story to a popular children's magazine called uh, Alfred Hitchcock's Mystery Magazine. Stephen used to read a lot in his room when he was a child. He had his own desk and his very own typewriter. And next to it, all his science fiction books used to be lined up. He also liked to listen to music when he was a child. So as he was listening to music and grooving to it, he nailed the rejection slip he got from the mystery magazine on the wall and wrote happy stamps on it. He grew older, he wrote better, but the slips kept coming in. And when he was 14, 
I realized that the wall was not big enough to hold all the rejection that came his way. But when he turned 16, he started getting encouraging rejection notes, and one such note said, "This is good, not for us, but good. You have talent. Submit again." Ten years later, he found the same manuscript that got a hopeful rejection letter. The same manuscript. He rewrote the story and submitted again to the same publication. He received a slip, but this time it didn't say "not for us."